Hi, it's Jane here from Revive and welcome to my first ever podcast. Today I want to chat about preparing and thriving during the festive season, sort of um, a holiday toolkit probably. I'm mildly nervous here in front of a microphone and I'm using an app that I've never used before, so be prepared, anything might happen. But firstly, thank you for being out there and listening. Okay, so the mission here today is to discuss how to enjoy the festive season but not undo the good work you've already done on your health and fitness recently. I don't need to remind anyone of the year we've just had. We've been locked up, masked up, distancing and in many ways not being with our loved ones. We've experienced shortage of supplies, working from home, Schooling from home, missed family milestones, births, deaths, and yeah, restrictions, restrictions, and more restrictions. So it's not out of the realms of reality that some people might go a bit berserk over the festive season to release some of the stress of a COVID year. During this year, some of you have participated in Revive's three-day detox, which was great, and or in the seven-day juice journey and good on you guys. And most of you have emerged with new habits to take into the new year. And also earlier this year, I hosted a free introduction to intermittent fasting. And as we go forward into the new year, we will release this intermittent fasting program to you and a few other programs in which you can all participate as the new year moves forward. So stay tuned for those ones. But getting back to the mission at hand, the festive season. There are lots of reasons to celebrate. With some festive season uh, celebrations already on us, the stress keeps mounting. Some of you will acknowledge Yule festivities or Hanukkah, that's a festival of light, which actually by the time you hear this podcast, it may well be over. Or you might celebrate Christmas, the birth of Jesus or the birth of Asinab Bintali, or you might celebrate Bodhi Day, a Buddhist festival, or maybe Umrah. I could go on and on, as there are many other celebrations in the last month of this year. I've lived in Indonesia a long time, where they recognize five religions, which keeps the diary really, really full. As you can imagine, this can be stressful in the fact that there are many demands on your time with expectations needing to be fulfilled. And as a result of this, even with just one celebration that you might be looking forward to, we usually experience some type of stress towards their holidays at the end of the year. I'll be giving out some suggestions on how to deal with holiday stress from experts around the world. Some of these I know that you already practice. Some of these suggestions I know you know but don't practice at all or even regularly. But hopefully, you will keep the, your routine going and also try some of the new ideas. But remember, knowledge is only potential power. It's really about how you put that knowledge into action, and that's what we do at Revive. We give you the knowledge and help you to experiment in different ways to put this knowledge into action and fit it into your life. Ultimately, we help you make new lifestyle habits 
that may transform your life. So, today I'm going to suggest a few ways you can prepare for the festive season so you can feel happier. Things like less reactive, not just reacting to every drama that comes your way, and reduce worries about upcoming festivities. So, it's all about enjoying. Enjoy. For now, I'm going to dwell on lifestyle choices that you can make during this month to allow you to prosper during the festive season and come out with health and vitality. We have demands placed on us, timelines, parties, responsibilities with families, work, communities. I'm making myself exhausted just even thinking about this. Educational commitments and the list can go on and on. Do you ever worry about post-holiday credit card bills? Making time to see everyone or finishing that last little job at work or maybe that last big job before the end of the year? Or do you worry about getting to every party, having the best decorations, I, I don't know, the best food, the best guest list, the best presents to give? I love lists. Anyone who knows me knows that. But these type of lists usually end up stressing us out, sometimes without us even realising it. Holiday festivities and demands can seriously hinder your plans for fun and a joyous season. Use the suggestions which I'm about to mention to manage stress and burnout. To deal with this, some people will reflect on the year that has nearly passed. How did you go this year? Some people will party and yet, we all know some people will party harder than others. Some people will power on to the end of the month. Some stress will manifest as dis-ease or unfortunately even disease. Or maybe it's the stress of manic work expectations or tying up loose ends that have led you to not enjoying this season. Or for some, it's just another month with a few extras included. Whichever scenario seems the most familiar to you, I'm going to give you a few hints, biohacks and small choices you can make to be able to take the festive season in your stride and, yes, come out the other side ready for a new year with renewed goals and ambitions. So now I'm going to suggest five ways to manage stress this festive season. Number one. Plan ahead. Plan your monthly program. Things like working, cooking, hosting social engagements or being invited to some. What about family and community commitments? What about making quiet times, self-care routines? Put them all in your calendar and make sure there are some breathing spaces between them. Importantly, get to know when you need to take breaks. And that means you need to know where your breaking point is or knowing how to feel your breaking point coming on. Have some breathing points instead of breaking points. Check some of these breathing points in your calendar, and I really mean it. In your phone or writing down in a calendar, make sure your breathing points are there so you don't get to your breaking point. So some ideas to diffuse the stress to a manageable level are as simple as walking around the block, 
taking a few deep breaths. Most of us don't breathe properly, let alone consciously. Get some fresh air. Maybe one time you're the one to hold the sleeping baby. How relaxing is that? Or pat the dog. Yep, they're great pacifying ideas. One of my tried and tested de-stressers is to play with the kids. Practice some of the suggestions or think an action your own. Understanding when you need a break and then taking one is an act of self-love and it will help you show up for others as your best self. So please, please, really start to identify how you will take some breaks and put them into your calendar. Put the structure in your calendar. These breaks from routine are not just going to happen, you have to plan them. Number two, I've been thinking about this one. What about toning down gift giving? Some celebrations in this time are all about giving, but this can get really, really stressful. If you have a think, there must be others, other ways of giving rather than buying everyone a gift. Try and be creative in this area. Chat with the people involved. Having a discussion with the others in your group or family can come out with an agreed way to reduce the stress of gift giving. Some families I know buy a gift voucher, which is a great idea, or buy one gift with a set budget to put in a giving circle. Or, goodness me, how about no gifts at all? It also reduces the expense of the festive season, therefore reducing self-imposed financial stress. Some families collect an offering to give to their favourite charity, often in the form of money, or dried goods, or giving of their own time, or doing something for someone else. But in that thought, what about giving yourself a gift and show yourself some real self-love and compassion? Maybe this is just the new form for a few quiet times you have in your diary, or a massage, or some time with friends. What are some different ways you can show compassion to yourself? Let the mind wander. Okay, number three, mindfulness, practicing mindfulness. Yep, I see the, old, the eyes rolling already and this actually isn't some hippy-dippy act. It's scientifically based research. There are many studies showing reduced anxiety and increased well-being in everyday participants with mild social anxiety. That's us, everyday participants. So, practicing mindfulness can really take some of that anxiety away. I wonder if you already practice any mindfulness exercises. If you do, use these situations where issues may arise as it will help you to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, inducing rest, digest and quiet feelings. This will conserve your energy to use later, and guess what? We all know we're going to need it. Some mindfulness exercises may include breathing techniques, meditation, restorative yoga, mindful walking and nature walking, and things like tapping and repetitive chanting. 
You can actually do some of these activities on the spot without others noticing. And some other activities might need you to remove yourself and practice in a quiet space or with like-minded people. If you have participated in any of Revive's programs, you will already have some of these skills. I can see, I can see yeah, some heads nodding. Practice them when needed. Lead by example. If people ask you what you're doing, tell them and show them how you are experimenting with different ways to relieve stress. You might actually find you have some interested people around you. Sounds like a few different groups might start. So you might actually be able to develop a walking group. You never know, develop a breathing technique group or something else. Chatting about stuff like this allows others to show their vulnerability in a non-threatening environment. Now, the next suggestion. This is a difficult one. Number four is do everything in moderation. Okay, during this time we tend to overeat and overindulge, don't we? I know the temptation. And we are often sedentary during this time, which can make us feel unhealthy. So what about trying to maintain your regular eating habits as much as possible, limiting your sugar and alcohol intake? If you blow out one time, then firstly, enjoy it. And secondly, make the next day count. Remember, things that make you feel happy bring joy to you and very often to those around you. Remember the feeling of cuddling that dog when you needed some time out. Quiet, peace and joy. I'm not sure you can expect to be happy all the time, but you can bring some contentment and peace into your festivities with a few simple and thoughtful actions. And the last point, number five, check your sleep habits. Okay, what about while you're sitting there? Oh yeah, that's right, you're sitting there. Well, what about standing while you're listening to me? Or take your device with me for a walk around the block while you're listening. So, back to number five. Raise your hand if you regularly get seven hours of uninterrupted sleep. If you're like most people, chances are you didn't raise your hand. In fact, 35% of people sleep less than what is recommended for optimal health. Did you know that getting quality sleep is one of the most important things you can do for your health. Did you actually know that? And with the year we have seen the, fir the with the year we have seen the first thing that diminished in our lives was sleep. Most of us know those late night worry sessions only to wake up in the morning and decide it wasn't worth worrying about. But we still lost hours of sleep. You can't catch up on lost sleep. With good sleeping habits, you will not only feel better and enjoy your day-to-day -day festive celebrations at this busy time, it will lay the foundation for a healthy lifestyle for years to come. So this is worth starting to practice now and keep practicing into the new year. There are a few tools you can start implementing today to ensure that you get a good night's rest. Meditation. Yes, the collective eye roll again. 
This is the mindfulness ideas I were talking about. Just two to 30 minutes of meditation or breathing techniques. Calm, racing thoughts. Limit your screen time. What about this radical idea? Zero screens one to two hours before bed. This stops blue light from messing with your melatonin production. Warm showers. Did you know that they lower your body's core temperature and you can drift off to sleep faster? I really hope you try some of these suggestions. There's only five of them. Plan ahead. Tone down gift giving. Practice mindfulness. Everything in moderation. Sleep well. Try to find joy amid the stress. Let's face it, after this COVID year, you probably want to be with loved ones on their special festive days. I know many of you are unable to travel to be there by, your, by their side. So think of a plan. Try to compensate for this world situation in which we find ourselves. Get creative here. Do something that will make you happy and bring joy to you and those around you. Like, plan a virtual gathering, or prepare your favorite dish, or maybe watch a calming or funny movie, or even treat yourself a little, or maybe a lot. Remember that what makes you happy brings joy. Remembering a few simple and thoughtful actions just might make your festive season more fun for you and others around you. Balance is the key here. Experiment with these suggestions to see if you can achieve a balance in your lifestyle with a few treats along the way. Remember, it is the festive season. And I want to thank you all for listening and listening through to the end. I really hope that you use some or all of this info to help you manage a lifestyle into the festive season and beyond.